everybody, and welcome back again in the virtual flesh to the Touch the City podcast. You already know what it is. <laughs> We're back. I am your boy, Fax Mercury, a.k.a. Damn, what's, what's, what is my name on Twitter right now? Jong Jong, <laughs> shout out, uh, firebending master Jong Jong, Avatar Last Airbender. You already know him. One of all-time greatest shows. Um... But yes, we are back. Episode 22, a.k.a. Clyde the Glide Drexler. Shout out Big Man's from Portland doing his thing, a.k.a. Baby Jordan. Yeah, the human highlight. Wait, no, wait, no. That's, uh, wait, that's, uh, what's his name? Sorry, not Clyde Drexler. I'm I'm bugging, but that is Baby Yeah, yeah. That's that's fucking, uh, what's his name? I'm fucking tweaking on the Portland Trailblazers. That, uh, what's his name? Not Clyde Drexler, but Clyde Drexler was honestly supposed to be Jordan if Jordan wasn't playing. That's what, obviously, they give him the credit for. So, big respect, Clyde Drexler. I'm too turnt right now, honestly, to know who the hell was the human highlight reel, and I'm very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that... Right oh, my God. Probably was Clyde it a... Drexler, honestly. Or if not, Dominique? Dominique Wilkins. Yo, my son does this know about this shit. Oh, uh, it was Dominique. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a great blooper. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Dominique. Because when you hear yeah. about, like, greatest dunkers, it, a lot of people it is Dominique, Dominique first. Yeah. yeah. My problem is Vince, to it. I put Vince. Yeah, Vince, Vince is the GOAT, honestly. There's Johnny, nobody better than Vince when you really yo, think about it. The yeah. honey dip dunk when he puts the out. What? When he puts that shit was incredible. To me, I'm not going to lie. Him just creating, though, the reverse windmill 360 was just enough. That's, That's all we enough. needed. Like, like that made him an icon. That first dunk, every off-rip. Like, when we seen that, we knew, all right, yo, Vince Carter is the GOAT. Like, there's nobody better than him <laughs> that will ever touch the ball, like, going towards the rim. Like, if you're talking about the aerial attack, the aerial assault, it's Vince Carter. It's Vince uh, Carter. I do like our new youngins, though. We do got yo, some Yo, Zach. Nah, Zach crazy. Shit, yo, you, you, you yo. know what? Let's save the basketball talk. Like, okay, you don't okay. even get to answer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this. Yeah. I'm your boy. I already said, I'm your boy, Facts and Creed, but of course, I'm joined here by, again, Mr. 4K himself, good quality, you a.k.a. Young VQ, you a.k.a. Know, Big Sony know. Man. Big Sony Mans, you feel me? A.k.a. Sony Gang, a.k.a. Duse Yusuke, every Tuesday, hey. you feel me? Every Bars Tuesday! Hey, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, nah, you know, we back, we ready to pop, you know, we, we here to get it popping, you know what I'm saying? This is what we do every week, and, um, you know, on Thursdays, we back in the flesh, so, you know, always show some love on the YouTube, show some love on the Spotify, the SoundCloud, the Apple, something we truly do appreciate it. Yes, let's get this thing going. I really do. But, so, how was your week? Uh, yeah, let's start off there. Uh, so, a week. Uh, uh, pretty much boring. Uh, shit, we went to work, just went to work throughout the week, as usual, uh, Played a ton of Warzone though. I'll be honest, and I guess, I, I guess I'll just touch on that. You know what I mean? I, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Warzone drop season five update, and that shit has been jam packed with tons of content. Um, anybody who's been playing could kind of just uh, co-sign what I've been saying. So it's been extra addicting. Uh, that's been fun to at least you know get to get into, and um, you know it's it's kind of like opened my mind and kind of had me you know ask like a big question of just like the future of gaming or regarding the future of gaming i want to say um you know like is this just going to be the new uh, mode and not necessarily like the battle royale but all right maybe even necessarily battle royale at least obviously if the game's a shooter based game multiplayer game and it's a battle royale like one does it have to be free because i think fortnite obviously changed the game with that um fortnite um i look to games like destiny 
Destiny was a great yeah. example. I know we talked yeah, about it in the pre-part. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it's it's all these online games. They're you know turning yeah. into games as a service kind of deal. Yeah, and it's forcing everybody that was originally a paid model. Well, you have to obviously buy the game to get the content. Is no, you get the game for free, and then for you to enjoy the game on maybe a different experience from everybody else, you pay for certain things. And obviously, that model has been around in a certain form when you look at Xbox 360. Xbox, PlayStation 2, and... Shit, if you um, look at it, technically, was uh, it Final the, Fantasy XI? Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XI came out PS2, and I believe you had to have a subscription to play that. And that was that you had to get the network adapter for PlayStation 2 with, the, te- that, uh, with yeah. the telephone cord. So mm-hmm. there was a lot. There was some online game. SOCOM. SOCOM did that. I'm pretty sure um, it was online. I, remember, I, I played Warcraft for decades. Forget about it. Like, Not the last, yeah. you played Warcraft for decades, and... When you're playing Warcraft, you got to pay month by month. That's the only way to play the game. So, like, these subscriptions or these modes of gaming have always been around. But I feel like at least when you look at the Destiny, you know, it forced Destiny to become a free-to-play game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, uh, look at Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a free game. Like, I never thought that would be that would ever happen. Like, we're talking about a game that is continually $60. Typically, doesn't drop off in price. Like, if you want to buy the multiplayer version, you got to pay $60 for it. So, like, it's a free game. Like, the better version of the game is free. Um, I, I mean, Fortnite, obviously, we said you look at PUBG. PUBG, free on Xbox and PlayStation, but it, you had to pay for it, I think, on, on PC. I paid for it when it was a beta. Like, and the list just goes on. Like, this mode of gaming, hey, are you know, are, is it going to be this thing where they're always releasing new content updates, new patches, new things to keep people hooked to one game for a longer period of time? Because... You know, I I really don't see how another Call of Duty can release, and I think there's been a lot of remo- rumors around that shit already. I just like, so uh, funny enough, people. I literally was just scrolling, and I did see an article stating like, I guess Treyarch handed out shit as like, oh, you know, like like uh, oh, this there's like coordinates to this thing. Like, I guess little hints or teasers that another one is coming out. So I think it they, is weird because that's how that's exactly how I feel about games in general. Like, well. <clears throat> So for me, I you know, Destiny's, you know, one of my favorite games. I I play it the majority of the time. I logged like 1,200 in the first one. I already passed that at this point. I'm like 1,700 in this one. So I played the shit, and it is a games as a service. But it's just like the way the model for that game works is that, you know, you have a lot of loot to chase. There's a lot of repeatable activities around, you know, repeating stuff for better loot. But it's so weird that certain games are moving to it. And it's like, unless you have that repeatability factor, I, you know, I don't know if that's like the best core. Like Call of Duty could do that because your repeatable activity is that PvP shit. You know, when you're going against people like that will never Mm -hmm. not get old because you're playing new people all the time. You know, it's you always got to it's a different experience every time. So like for Mm -hmm. them, it works. But like I saw something about uh, Rocksteady, the people that are making that have made the Batman Arkham series. They Mm -hmm. are doing a new game called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. And that's supposed to be a games as a service as of right now, what the rumors are saying. And I'm like, well, what about that game is going to be repeatable in any way, shape or form to demand constantly having that price? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, to no, constantly keep true. playing, because that might be more story driven. So unless you're done with the story, then, you know, like, a, a, you know, and, and it feels and like it's like based of, upon like the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm it's going to gonna be a story probably... driven game. Like, how could you really extend that to make mm-hmm. that? But to me, what it, it, it feels like is like, OK, this games as a service model has now changed 
a lot of what games would be. So mm-hmm. I can imagine, you know, Destiny in a more Halo format where you're just playing the story, but that story's way better than it is now. And that, mm-hmm. you know, experience feels good, but it just has a campaign and then like a very basic, you know, there's not like a loot to chase kind of thing. Like you just have the static mm-hmm. weapons just doing that. Like I can imagine in that form and it still be good or probably be even better. But mm-hmm. and I that's how I feel about how that game would be. Uh, that Suicide Squad game, because that sounds like that would just be a great single player game like the Batman shit. And it would mm. be a great like, you know, 80 or 40 to 80 hours that you put in out of it. And then that's it. But it's like because companies are seeing that that games as a service model is, you know, better for your money in the long term. You've now took a game and now you're dragging it out to keep mm-hmm. it almost forever, you know? So it's like, you're like milking it in a different way. And you're never saying, OK, this is the finished product because it keeps evolving. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. weird because, like, I don't mean to expound even further, but I remember, you know, when PUBG first came out and then it got ported Mm -hmm. to everything, it was was super sloppy, you know, like betas and even on Xbox, it kept going through a bunch of, you know, and it's crazy that you released the game, people were paying for it for a certain certain portion of it, but you you made an unfinished game, basically. So it's like companies can now make games, it'd be Mm -hmm. probably slightly less than they would on a regular disc release. And basically mm-hmm. have a free excuse to say, well, this game is still evolving. So mm-hmm. you can keep, you can make the game and people are, you're literally making the game and you're charging people before it's really ready. Yeah, that, that's another the conversation. The the conversation around developers right now, just being able to release betas to us. That's pretty much what they're doing. They're giving us betas and games are give, um, being updated and packaged and things like that. A lot of people's anti-argument to things like this, specifically the services like this is, that why didn't you just put it with the game when it first came out? Like the stadium already existed in front of in Wars. Why did it take an update of you blowing open the stadium for them to get inside the stadium? The stadium was already in the game. It, how much more time did it take for you guys to just detail out a couple of levels on the inside and, you know, add some chest location? You know what I mean? It's very, I don't want to say it's basic stuff because obviously the, the shit that these graphic designers and these game developers, these guys are doing. It's not stuff that's easy, but at the same time, when you're making billions of dollars, like mm-hmm. you're generating billions of dollars, we expect you guys to put that money behind your game, put that money behind your product, improve your product. And um, I mean, I don't know, I guess like all in all specifically on this topic, I think we're going to, we're going to see it. Yeah. Like this, this mode is going to continue to expound. I mean, destiny, I know they don't, I don't think they have it yet at least, but I, I feel like destiny BR is coming. It's probably coming. Somehow. Some yeah, way, like, shape, or form. And the next, because I, I don't think, um, because what do they have Destiny 2? I don't think, are, are they doing, I think they're doing a Destiny 3, but if they didn't do a Destiny 3. A Destiny 3 is was... not coming till like 2023, because they yeah. released, in uh they showcased uh in July, you know, the mm-hmm. next expansion coming this September, which now got pushed back to November. Um mm-hmm. That expansion, then they also announced the next two expansions up to 2022, and it's still mm. just Destiny 2. So I think they're trying wow. to do what they originally wanted to do, which is one game keeps expanding because you would just constantly add to that content. Because people complained, yeah. and rightfully so, like when you had Destiny 2, you lost everything. You tell me I got to fucking grind again? Like, you know, like. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like when they jumped from one to two. They should have just had Destiny stay Destiny. That's it. It should, like, they said Destiny was going to be Destiny. You should have just had Destiny. Yeah. And then there should have been a massive update. If you wanted to sell us like a massive update for $30, let's say, like a massive, massive update, we're talking like that would have brought the game from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, then yeah, I, I absolutely would have been for it. I would have paid the $30, had the update, 
because that's pretty much what I've been doing with these battle passes because sometimes they add so much content, they switch it up to some degree. They give you a lot of things from level one to 100 when you're leveling the battle passes, you're playing Warzone. So it's the point where it's like, yo, like I'm enjoying the game that much. Like, let me enjoy the new content that the game is giving me. I'm able mm-hmm. to do so much new things or my guns have these cool effects. They're doing all these cool things. Let me enjoy the game on that level. In Destiny, it's the same thing. If I wanted to move on and progress the story or... Like, because that's pretty much what they ended up doing. Now that they have the free-to-play Destiny, free-to-play Destiny will always exist. It's not just for Destiny 2. I yeah, think that's, nah, that's it. That, that's that was it. their model. They said they battled, They want the next Destiny to be free. The, the expansions and things like that that they're going to be hitting you with, like, I feel like even that stuff to some degree is going to be free. I was watching a really good video, and it was like, I think they were talking about what the developers were saying, and it was like a lot of insider information. And it was like, you know, because I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I want to see myself getting back into Destiny. Like, every time I see you talk about Destiny, I'm like, yeah, I need to get my ass back into Destiny. <laughs> so, like, um, you know, like, I guess, yeah, like, that's kind of it on the game. Except I don't want to kill everybody because I know everybody, not not everybody on the game. Not everybody on the game. On it. But um, my fault, yeah. y'all. <laughs> nah, that's, that shit is pretty dope, though. I, I just love what Call of Duty's doing. It's, and honestly, real talk, I feel like that game right now, is like the greatest. Not only is it the greatest Call of Duty that ever dropped, because like Warzone saved Call of Duty from um, Modern Warfare. Like the game was all right when it dropped, but like Warzone is easily the best like VR that ever existed. Let's just call it what it is. That's how I feel. Yeah, and I, I can acknowledge game. that. I don't play this yeah. shit, but clearly, like the mechanics that they added to it, I'm like, okay, I could see why it's good because mm-hmm. it, you know it's an exciting. Like it keeps like a certain level of action going. Yeah, it's it's fast paced. I mean, anybody can kind of pick it up and have fun at it, but at the same time, like, and if you're good at it, like, you can really show the skills. Um, I know the hacker issue is still kind of an issue, but I mean, I don't run into hackers as much as I used to. I mean, I, I feel like if they're gonna do a good job and ban hackers, get on top of that stuff, fix the bugs. I mean, they they have a really sound product, and I mean, you even mentioned it. Like, they're stealing from Fortnite. Like, and this is going to be the last thing I'm saying, but there's still ideas from Fortnite. Fortnite has done a lot of things. Y'all see it. They collaborate with artists like Travis Scott. They've been collaborating with massive artists and massive things to roll shit out in-game or do in-game concerts, in-game events. Like, I don't know what Warzone was doing, but, like, they've been, like, sending these transmissions, like, literally in-game that, like, static will show up on the screen as if, like, an EMP just went off and they're saying, yo, I know your history. And, I, I mean, I don't know what that shit's about, but... Like, supposedly that's hitting to the next thing. Like, I think uh, Activision, they're supposed to do Black Ops, whatever the number is, five, I guess. I think it's up to Black Ops 5. So Black Ops 5, instead of doing Black Ops 5, they're not thinking about dropping Black Ops 5. It's just going to be BR Black Ops. Like, they're going to have to, if it's not Call of Duty Warzone, like, it's the next Call of Duty BR. Or at least, I think that expansion of just... Maybe the Black Ops, they're going to just incorporate it into Call of Duty Warzone. I feel like that's and how it Warzone takes... is just Warzone going forward. I could totally see the free track of Call of Duty being the, the BR. And the mm-hmm. updates are basically from other games. I feel like it's like, all right, Warzone, it just gets handed from the next developer to the other one. They make their changes, keep it fresh. But the, core the new map the is BR. like a Black Ops map or something. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. And, you know, Activision or Treyarch goes and tweaks it from there, blah, blah, blah. So, like, each year it's BR, but a different major expansion just like fortnite yeah. you know fortnite until had- br dies exactly because fortnite <laughs> fortnite has that and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. there was a massive massive change graphical overhaul you basically came out with another game you just updated mm-hmm. your systems entirely you know yeah. and if you yeah. have a team and i was going to touch on a little bit earlier but like i guess the con about it is that 
the job of developing games is that much harder because you're never done. You're constantly. No, no, no. Never you don't done. start a new product. You're just literally, okay, how can I constantly? And it's just, you know, it leads to a lot of, you know, what we hear negatively about the gaming industry, the crunch time. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have this expansion coming up in September and it's June. Uh, now, suddenly, I've worked 40 hours a week. Now I have to work like 100 hours a week. Yeah. You know, that, they, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Crunch. Like the ethics behind it, like what they be doing to the employees, like having to push that many hours into it and then like them not even being able to create the quality product that they need to because of the fact that they're doing it in such a short time. I mean, you know, it's it's just like a, that's like another entire other conversation. Me personally, I mean, I think I do like the model of just let's stay with this game and update it as much as you can. Like, let's really juice as get as much juice out of this game as we can because, like, that's how you know. I, I you know I'm not a fan of like 2K anymore because 2K releases games too many too quickly. Like, I, I don't get me wrong, I always pick up the sticks and play a 2K game because I love basketball. So I'm always with playing 2K, but like, it's just not addicting enough for me to get the game every single fall again. Like, sometimes, you know, obviously people are getting it because they stop updating the old game. But when you really think about it, they should just continually update the other game. Like, the game doesn't change enough for them to warrant reselling the game every year. But they do it every time. And, I mean, I'd just rather pay the $20 to $30 for the graphical overhaul, release a 50-gig a 50 update <coughs> that will repackage the installation on my hard drive, and, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, rather than having me buy another game. For seventy dollars, every single time, every single time, just for it to have bugs, for it to not be fun after like the first month that I play it, it's not addicting anymore. Like, you know, I, I, I'm kind of over that. And you know, as a as a gamer, and I shit, people who know me know I used to play games heavy, and it, like I honestly have slowly fallen off of games because of how much games they fed us to us in such a short amount of times. But yeah, that's like, yeah. Now, honestly, I'm like, oh, listen, I'm gonna just stick with the shit I know. Oh, it's getting updated. I'm gonna keep playing. That's exactly, and that's why right, I and like that, this game. They keep giving me shit. Mm-hmm. I like the shit that they're giving me. Giving I, me. I'm just gonna keep playing this shit. It works mm-hmm. for me exactly, and that's why, like, you know, right now, hey, keep it up, Infinity War. Keep it up, Treyarch. Stick with this game. If if Treyarch is smart, <clears throat> they'll roll out Black Ops into Warzone, and then they'll just do like a 50-50 split. Try to work it out. Or maybe that there's periods of time, maybe since it's Warzone right now, Infinity Ward gets most of the cut. You know what I'm saying? When you shift into a certain three-year, uh, two, three-year period, I guess if that's how they've been doing with the games, technically. If, if one year one is coming out and one year the other's coming out, and it's like a two-year maybe cycle. playing time between them, yeah, cycle like it. So, hey, right, two years, they're going to get the pay because obviously it, uh, Treyarch is going to come with all the, the content. Infinity Ward's going to come with the content, they get to pay for all that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? And then back and forth. Like, they just... They got to find some common ground, and I think they could do it. So um, that's it for the gaming, y'all. My bad, son. You already know. Twim 4K game, Twim Gaming, you know, signing out on the gaming topic. But uh, uh, other than that, (laughs) signing out. (laughs) Fucking, we got the NBA bubble. That shit's been lit. I don't know about you, but I've been watching hella NBA basketball. It's just, Um, it's, I don't, it's crazy. It's so good. Why are all of these games so good? You've trimmed the fat. You've and it's mm-hmm. crazy that if we had like a twenty team gauntlet like this, oh, I'd watch every fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I'd watch every night. Like there would yeah. be no ass games because all of it is inc- extremely competitive. You can't mm-hmm. do that shit where you know you're trying to tank or oh, I'm just gonna wait a year or X, Y, and Z. Like everybody's demanding to be good. Exactly. And, and especially I mean- the way like the 
the uh, uh, the how deep the talent pool is for the NBA. Imagine all people that are on whack teams on better teams now more of these great players are playing together by default that'd be mm-hmm. crazy no nah, that would crazy. be every team would have at least like two to three like oh now nah, you gotta watch out for them yeah watch out for that dude yeah like and it I could mean, really be like anybody's night at any point in time at any point in time mm-hmm. and like i mean this is just what we dream for as like basketball fans you know i'm, I'm a huge fan right now of the eight c battling spots like the eight c games that i'm seeing Excuse me, some of these teams that are just on absolute tears. I mean, you look at the Suns. They've started off 5-0. Uh, Devin Booker has been scoring like 30 a night easily. I mean, easily. I think I think he might be like the second-plus player in the bubble. Behind TJ Warren, he's another one who's just been on an absolute MJ-like tier. Um, in the West, you got the, that the battle. Of, yeah, that shit don't even make sense. That's like, I you know, and I think that speaks to something else that I'm going to speak on in a second, but you know, San Antonio, uh, Portland Trailblazers, Dame, Damian Lillard is killing right now. Listen, um, Dame, and then what is I think uh, Gary Trent Jr. is on that team. He's been killing off the yeah. bench. And then you guys. Yo, CJ Nurkic Cullen. came back Nurkic. out of nowhere. And he's, oh he's, he God. looks great. He looks great out there. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that team, that team is, is dangerous. It's weird. Like, I feel like right now in the bubble and like players are getting too much flack, I think, right now because of the fact that this is occurring. Yeah. But right now in the bubble, like you said, it's like it's literally everybody is playing at an extremely high level. Extremely so that level. team that was like a 13th spot team or 12th spot team like the Suns that's playing with true vigor right now and true motivation to make the playoffs, they're playing like a top five seed team or a top four seed team. That's what their statistics are saying. Now, you know, I like I think Nick Wright, he tried to make this argument in defense of the Lakers, right? As the Lakers have been playing like shit. I don't know if obviously you've been watching, yeah, but yeah. the Lakers have been playing like shit. I think they're two and four in the bubble. They've obviously locked the first seed, so I know the Lakers fans don't get go ahead and give me too much heat for talking shit about your team because I'm a Clippers fan. But the Lakers are obviously locked in the number one seed. But at the end of the day, to me, I still believe in uh, consistency and actually what I'm actually seeing on the court. The team can't hit. Their perimeter game has fallen apart. Like they had the flashes in the uh, scrimmages. But then the perimeter game and the games that have actually counted has fallen apart. 80s off. LeBron has been cold. And Clippers just beat them all the time, it seems like, until these last two times that they met up. But honestly, mm-hmm. like, come on. It hasn't been the Clippers at full strength last time. And the time before that, with all due respect, Avery Bradley went the fuck off and he's not there no more. Now you've got cold-ass Danny Green that I know as from a first-hand fan firsthand. He could be so hot and cold. Like, the dude set an NBA Finals record for threes at one point in his career, and then at certain points in his career, literally has gone scoreless in the finals as a three-point shooter. It makes no sense. I don't understand. I mean, you look at the you look around the court. You mean J.R. Smith, Deion Wade. It's great basketball players, but they're so streaky. So, it's you know, they don't really have perimeter threats. They have LeBron that is 35. Like, there's so many questions about them. And, like, you know, you look at those matchups, man. The Suns, Devin Booker on the tear right now, 5-0. Um, Memphis, obviously, they played their way into the AC. They're cold right now, but they played their way into the AC. So they are a decent team. They just need to find themselves right now. Portland, Dame Dollar, easily the best guard to me personally. The, my my preference of guards, you know, I know everybody's gonna hate because like I, I hate on Westbrook. I do be hating on Westbrook. I love Westbrook, but I I do be hating on Westbrook. 
I personally prefer Curry. Curry to me, I think is the best guard in the game. And then right after Curry, I got Damian Lillard because I think Dame is literally Curry. He's fucking phenomenal. Just like a little bit shorter. And honestly, to me, at certain things, he's a little bit better. He's just a little bit more athletic. He has a little bit better speed. It looks like off that first step. Like Curry's a better shooter, but Dame has Dame is half court Dame now. So Dame's I don't even right know. there. Yeah, like that's one A and one B. As like, they one play the same way in the sense that like when they get hot, they're both they get hot the same way. The, yeah. the range opens up to crazy up. levels. Dribble opens up like they're just they're just moving across the court doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, and like to me, yeah, Dame is pretty much like Curry. He has Curry's ability and James Harden ability combined in one in a smaller frame. Like that's literally Dame Dollar. So like. You know, when you look at all those guys, and I mean, you know, San Antonio, they're obviously in there too. I mean, they obviously of all the matchups, I think they're just like the consistent team that can knock your head off if you're not paying attention. Like, so like those four matchups, like which of those matchups do you think it can be the most dangerous for the Lakers right now? I think they're looking a little bit vulnerable at two and four. I mean, you know, th- this shit is popping off right now in the West. Like, so who do you think it, if it's it might make Portland. the playoffs? It's you think Portland? Portland? Yeah. You think they're going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, you. It's just it's really the that battle is out of who has the best player on the court. And yeah. Dame's the best out of you know the best player out of those four teams. Yeah, like, he, you that know, is he has the truth. So when you your guy is hot, which he is right now, that he's gonna fucking carry you to fucking stardom. As long as you play semi well around him, he's just gonna take you there. Yeah, I'm taking a look at the conference <clears throat> standings right now, and I'm just but also Nurkic you know, has been mm-hmm. playing uh, great, like we said earlier. And that's extremely yeah. helpful. Carmelo's you know, been playing really good, Car- too. Yeah, Carmelo's been, you know, he's been contributing. So another guy coming off the bench contributing, boom. You know, yeah, that's he's a knockdown shooter up. and a clutch shooter. Like somebody that can hit shots in big moments that yeah. you might, like, defensively lapse on for whatever reason, acting like he's not a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest uh, M- NBA players of all time. I mean, you know, like, they definitely have formula to be one of those uh, threatening teams. I just think that if there is a team that the Lakers could use to rebound against and get hot against, it would be somebody like the Blazers because they literally don't have anybody to defend LeBron James. And I mean, they're bigs. While they do have big sizes that can kind of stand up to Anthony Davis, when you look at Whiteside, obviously you look at Nurkic, they're not going to stop Davis though. So it's it's kind of, but Nate, Davis is cold right now. So it's like, to me, yeah. it, it, it matches up well. Like, where that, okay, they can make this interesting. Same thing with LeBron James. But, like, you know LeBron. LeBron is that weird guy that once he might attack the rim, like, two to three times in the first quarter, and then one three goes down, and then it's yeah. over. He can go for 40 all of a sudden. All like, of a sudden, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then he's just hot for the rest of the playoffs. So, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, with all due respect to the Blazers, if they do make the playoffs, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. As a Spurs fan, obviously, I want my team to make the playoffs. I, I like the way the Suns is looking though right now. I think the Suns can make the playoffs. Um, if I, I wanted to choose one though, it, it's definitely going to be the Blazers. The Blazers are going to end up in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. happy to see Devin Booker. Yo, I I love Devin Booker. I think he's fucking mm. great. And so seeing, I'm like, oh shit! All right, the rest of the team is playing equally as and well. Actually, and he's gelling. Like I like seeing him when he goes off on a higher stage. And people mm-hmm. see like, nah, he he's fucking he's really nice, honestly. Yeah, and you got to look at the matchups because the Grizzlies got to play the Celtics and the Bucks. Hard matchups. That's hard. Yeah. Very hard matchups. Uh, Blazers, I think, got the easiest with the Nets and the Mavs. The Mavs are going to be a tough one. But Mavs the Nets be should a be a winnable one. one. 
Because um, that, oh man, that that Bucks Dallas game. Yeah, Luka, yeah, man, Luca, son. Luca is a dog. He's another <laughs> one. Like, it, yo, the future of the NBA is gonna be so bright. Like when you really think about it, you got the so the so Suns got to play the Sixers and the Mavs. That's gonna be another tough two for the Suns, but they're five and zero right now. They feel like they're on top of the world. They could beat. Them, they could. Honestly. They could get the Sixers. They could get Philly out of there. They could definitely get Philly. Uh, Spurs got to play the Rockets and the Jazz. So unfortunately, they got the Oof. hard two. Uh. I mean, the Spurs did just beat the Jazz literally on Friday, so I think they could do it again. Could like, do it, personally. Yeah. And then we could they catch came Houston off a on an off night. Hey, we could catch Houston. I think we, yo, the Spurs can make the playoffs. All it takes is for any of these other guys to fuck up and lose. The Spurs are going to be in the playoffs. So, I mean, very as a fan, tight though. I'm going to put money it. on Portland, but I, I again, it's not. I don't have a hard expectation that they'll do it. Yeah, like I'll be like, okay, I'm pretty sure they could do it. They don't do it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll be like, well, okay. That's yeah. like how deep it is right now. Yeah. But shit, I guess out east, out east, I mean, the standings are kind of like locked in. I mean, I know we kind of talked about it. You got TJ Warren. I mean, he's kind of just been the shock of like everything, like basketball, I think, period. Like, you know, obviously everything is crazy, but I mean, this dude is just like looking like an MJ reincarnate out of nowhere. He and I like think, you know, right now. I mean, he, he has the rave too. Yeah, and he does have the race. He just kind of looked like Kawhi. I, I mean, but he looks like a quicker version of Kawhi. Like, it's weird. Like, the way he's scoring, man, it's looking crazy. Like, he's just like, oh, shit. It's falling like, off, step back. If, it's, if this is his coming out party, this is just kind of crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. how long has he been in the league? That's I think he's thing. been in the league for like two to three years now. TJ Only Warren. two to three Really? Yeah, he's, oh, he no. hasn't been in the league that long. TJ oh, Warren. shit. Not twenty fourteen. Yeah, oh, twenty six six years. I'm bugging. Twenty fourteen. Round one, pick fourteen. And he went to North Carolina State. I I remember him killing in college because I know I, I got his college confused. But he went to North Carolina State. Let me look at his averages. In college, you see, yeah, bro. In twenty thirteen, I remember coming out of twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen. The dude averaged twenty five points per game in college, dog. He was twenty five points per game, seven rebounds. In the last um, two years, he really took off as a shooter. Yeah, he wow. Yeah, he, in the last two seasons alone, he oh shot forty two percent from three and then forty percent from three. Yeah, um, now his statistics are not bad at all. I'm, I actually don't know why he got traded from Phoenix. I guess they just didn't think he worked with Devin Booker. You know, which is subjective. Obviously, I'm not an NBA coach. This is just my my opinions. But, I mean, he's definitely making everybody pay. Anybody who thought he wasn't worth it, he's trying to prove something right now. And, I mean, I respect it. Um, 76ers are looking banged up. I know, obviously, we hinted to them taking some L's against some bad teams, supposedly, in the West. But, you know, they're banged up. They lost um, Ben Simmons for the year because he had some atheroscopic... Knee surgery or some shit like that. Yeah. And, and you had uh, Embiid. He tweaked his ankle. I, I mean, he looked all right after the game, but, I mean, I don't know if they're going to keep him out for the rest of the uh, regular season and just hold him off to the playoffs. I don't know what's going to happen, but they're looking shaky, man. They might go home. Uh, East, I mean, I don't even know. I guess I don't really care for it. I, I can't believe the Magic's made the playoffs. Markel Fultz has been hooping. That's yeah, that's so weird, right? Like, I'm surprised, but I'm also like, Okay. I don't know. Something about the bottom east. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah. I guess. It's so uh, weird. But, yeah, what else? I mean, we got the Lake, Lakers falling off. I mean, I guess we probably talked about that. Dame, oh, yeah, this bullshit that fucking popped up. The Dame versus Fat Man and Paul Joy situation. That shit that is shit hilarious. Is funny, 
Yo, I, they they were acting mad childish on the bench. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, Dave was he was right, but mad salty with the way he answered it. He was just like, "Yo, I know what they expect of me. I just sent them home last year." Like he was he was so mad. You could tell, like, because he obviously really really wants to make the playoffs. But I mean, you know, like that that was that's gonna be an interesting link up in the playoffs if they did happen to link up for whatever reason. Like, I think the Clippers would spank the hell out of them, but you know. That shit is hilarious. I mean, Dame Dame has been busting those two asses though for like a while. I don't know why they think they can talk to him. I mean, if anybody, I think Dame is the better player, even when compared to Paul George. Paul George had a very strong start to his career, but I feel like he kind of like fizzled out. Like he wasn't, he didn't end up becoming who I thought he was going to become. He's a much better shooter now, at least a three point shooter. He's he's a more consistent three point yeah, shooter. He, his three he's point just shooting is incredible. Lower, I feel mm-hmm. like he's not mm-hmm. as quick. He's like a little bit smoother, and so like mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he lost like a, a little bit of speed, so he's good. But you know he's not going to be like dangerously explosive. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean, because he was never really like I feel like he was quick. He was always a smooth scorer, like a very smooth like you know want to be Kobe like scorer. But like you know, obviously he did have his speed, and I mean he's still fast. But you know, just like you said, I mean he he definitely has lost like a gear of. But, I mean, it's so funny. We're talking about he lost a year. Last year, he finished third in MVP voting. So, like, it's crazy. It's so subjective. And, I mean, this even this year, he was having that <clears throat> tier of where we thought he was going to be in the MVP conversation. So, like, Paul George is definitely that guy. Dame is just Dame Tyler right now. And, I mean, he's he's definitely been on his MVP shit as well. Um, but, I mean, that's all really it with MB, uh, the NBA. I mean, I, I can't wait for the playoffs. They're about to be absolutely insane. I hope my Clippers. These make are regular the, uh, season games, man. Mm-hmm. These playoffs are going to be hard. Yeah, they're going to be crazy. Like they're going to be crazy. Yeah, but the, uh, other than the NBA, I mean, mm-hmm. other sports, they're taking all these freaker L's. I mean, the L's NCAA conferences is they're fighting over you know the potential, uh, you know, possibility of opening and. I mean, you know, summer conferences have already like pulled out, like talking about, yeah, we're not doing any any sports or playing any football for specifically I'm talking NCAA football. They're pulling mm-hmm. out of that shit. And it's crazy. It's just like like when is there really any hope for like the other sports? Like the NFL, I think they don't even have like a plan for a bubble. I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, you look at the MLB, I mean look at the MLB another one. Like now they've already learned their lesson. They're considering a bubble for the postseason. I don't know how they're going to even finish their regular season. They're talking about their postseason. But is there any hope for these other sports, or are they just too arrogant? Is Adam Silver just goaded? Like, is he the only one with a brain? Like, I don't understand. I mean, it it helps that... Well, all right, yeah. It helps that you have a progressive-thinking commissioner, but also you have to isolate. You know, the bubble Mm -hmm. worked because you're controlling the situation. When you're traveling from place to place, you cannot control the situation. So the bubble is the most effective because you control what comes in, what comes out. You have the right precautions, and you make it an isolated situation. And until they 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 think of something like that, it's not going to work. But uh, because again, if you're trying to reach a certain schedule in order to maintain those same precautions, you have to play games like two weeks apart each time. You play the game, all right. Those players have to wait till quarantine just in case, and then you play a game, and then again, 10 days. And that just sounds preposterous, honestly. They're going to try mm-hmm. to do some shit like that? No, just do a bubble, and then you can you keep your shit going. Like, find whatever, you know, baseball club, 
you know, had sex in the mall for, you know, fine. I'm, you know, wherever they do spring training or some shit like that, or keep it in the same town or some shit, you know, like mm-hmm. at the very, yeah. something like that. No, I agree. I think, uh, I, I think know. if they figure out how to bubble off everything that they can succeed, because the NBA has shown that, like, just figure out a way to bubble it off. That's really all you have to do. Um, you know, f- like play interconference games, just like, you know, we've kind of said you play interconference games, limit travel. You have a specified hotel sites specified training and practice days that allow people to practice, you know, or maybe like a certain three close like ball clubs, or, you know, it might not like, it might not be arenas. Like you might not just be playing an arena. If you have like a legal size baseball field though, that you can allow people to practice and that can be controlled. You have multiple of those in these cities along with an arena. That's going to be the specified site where you guys are playing these things. Y'all can make it happen. Y'all can make it happen. It's just about how bad do you want to make it happen? How much are you guys willing to sacrifice? And um, exactly, you know that that conversation needs to be had because you know I don't I don't want to wait for it to be like rip one of these athletes. That shit would be crazy. I forbid, like if any of them die from COVID. Because yo, that's that's like you know that's the they, worst they, case scenario. Yeah, and it's people like, people think like you just always, like everybody's just getting sick and then getting better. Like what if somebody gets sick and it just gets worse? They don't get better and then they like have some like serious complications. Not only that, but like, you know, people, I, I saw some shit today. People were talking about, I guess it's a good change of topic, but, mm-hmm. but people yeah. were talking about, oh, like survival rates for it are 99%. And somebody made a good point in saying, okay, that's all right. You don't die, but that doesn't list how many people have an ailment after. Like there's a lot of people that have like completely damaged lungs. It's like really extremely hard for them to breathe. And it's been like four months since they had the shit. You know, we're talking mm. about like kidney failures or other shit. Like, again, we have no idea about this shit. So if the NBA player got some shit like that, you know, like uh, I, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but Chris Bosh, when they found out he had like the uh, the, the blood clots. Or even Brandon like Ingram, actually, when you think about it. Yeah. Because he had the same thing. Didn't he have the same thing? Something like that, yeah. I think he had the same thing because I remember when he played on the Lakers, like, and he had to suddenly stop playing with LeBron. Like, it was like while he was coming alive, and it was right before he got traded. Him and Lonzo, like, that they all got traded out of there. But Brandon Ingram had had some crazy thing with his blood where it was like he had to take the rest of the season off. And you know, those guys, you know, when they're like highly at risk and things like that, you know, you just don't want any of that. You you want to make sure they're hundred percent protected. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but um, just like you said, I mean, like, transition, I guess, off from, like, that subject of, you know, like, just sports, but, like, COVID-19, and, I mean, you know, just the, the state of COVID in America, I mean, you know, like, that's actually a good, like, transition to the, the subject of school. I mean, have you been seeing what's been going on? Because, actually, we didn't even talk about that, but I'm just thinking about that right now. <sighs> what like, the fuck? School- All right. What the hell is wrong with people, yo? Like, I, I don't understand your... Like these people that are sitting here, like we we just have to mm. get the kids back in school. There's just no way around it. Like yeah. there is no way. Like why <laughs> would you think I'm gonna put these kids at risk? Like mm. there's just so many things just not supporting like an aggregation, and you know, like you cannot control that situation. You know, you're talking about adolescents, people that mm. are not adults in the way that you need to follow very specific instructions. Not to say mm. kids can't. But, you know, in school, surrounded by other kids, like, it couldn't, again, it's not just about your child. Somebody mm-hmm. else's child might not be, you know, the disciplined to that extent. And, you know, you, you talk about, you know, they, they don't understand the gravity of, like, oh, you have to wear masks and shit like that. Like, again, every every instance I've seen, 
boom, uh, somebody has COVID at the school. Mm-hmm. And they, the students yeah. now have to quarantine. Like, it's look at that. That that right there, like, you should have known what it was. Like, wait a minute. We're going to suddenly open this, all these kids <laughs> back up into the school. No testing, no nothing, none of that shit. Just mm-hmm. throw, uh, you know, 400 to like a thousand. Some schools have like 5,000 kids in that on top of staff, on top of everybody else. And you just made a petri dish. How'd you not mm-hmm. think it was going to spread? So, yeah. and then you see it's not more than a day. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's that fast. Like you just, I, it's just so fucking yeah. baffling. That you're you're literally risking these kids to go out there, and that should spread again for whatever fucking reason. Again, you're trying to fucking normalize this and trying to keep shit going when we should just be trying to survive this shit. This is mm-hmm. this this shit isn't something that's just ah oh, well you know COVID. It's just around. No, it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everything should be fucking frozen right now. You should be like, holy shit. We need to get this under fucking control. It's a pandemic. This is the shit from the movies. We're thankful mm. it's not no zombie virus, but if it was, uh, fucking America would be goddamn dead. A lot of people would have gotten affected right now. This yeah, shit exactly. would have been like, oh shit, I could, you know, I got to fucking weave through some zombies to get to fucking supermarket or some shit, ride and loot, and that shit would be crazy. Mm. If it was that, if it was, if like, if this was a zombie outbreak, oh God. Rest of the country would <laughs> be like, nah, we figured this shit out. Don't go over there. Exactly, and yet people are just thinking, "Let's try to normalize it," uh, and that's yeah. what's really that's what's gonna kill us, and that's why we're gonna fucking be sitting here doing this shit. It's gonna be episode two hundred, still <laughs> virtual, <laughs> still fucking virtual, still can't be in person. No look, no uh, hope for a cure on uh, COVID or something crazy like that. Like that would really be incredible. I hope that like is not the case. Like imagine that shit, and you know, like it it, it really just start and with those simple decisions of like just closing the schools. Cause I mean, I know you, I think what was it in Georgia? Like that situation with the girl that took the picture in the hallway that went viral or something or Virginia. I think I, I forgot where it was. Oh, she got suspended, right? She, yeah, she got suspended, but you know what had happened? I think over 10 kids had tested positive for COVID-19 in that school already. So they had to close that school down and now they're See, doing virtual. It's, look, at, look at that shit, bro. Yeah. Look at it. Like it should be I don't understand. It should let you know nobody rich is sending their fucking kids to school. Nobody rich is going anywhere. If dumb motherfuckers mm. is not going anywhere, look you at Donald Trump's, going. Um, Donald Trump's grandson's kid school. Because uh, what happened? He he said, "Yo, all right, schools reopen," and then the private school said, "Yo, we not reopening." Like what? <laughs> like what are you talking about? Yeah. Like yeah, they like, got who do you think you like, are? Nah, you good, geez. Yeah, yeah exactly. He said, Bar- Baron Trump is not going to school, bro, because we ain't reopening, and he goes to our school from what you remember. Unless you're going to send them to some of the school. Yeah. So that shit is crazy. Like, you're just you know, sending, I, yeah. I just, Jesus Christ, people. Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? You know, yeah. like, you just got to stop playing around with this shit. And that's what y'all doing. Motherfuckers just playing yeah. around. Yeah, now nah, people need to take this COVID situation just a little bit more seriously. I know we pushing for some normalcy. Even us, I mean, you know, everybody's been cracking over some normalcy. And, like... But there's just ways to to do it the proper way. School is definitely one of those things. Yeah, school can be done virtually, or like you know, set up a way for like I, I think I, I forgot what country was doing it, but they're saying kids are gonna be watching TV to learn school. Like you're just gonna have the school lessons rolled over a television program for the day. So you have math from a certain time on one television network. And, you know and what I'm saying? Like it, it's smart. That's a, like that's how you should do it. 
But it's crazy because it's like that's even then that's not even a successful way for these kids to learn because you're now demanding an attention span from kids that they never have had to do. Okay, you want to learn? You're going to have to sit in this fucking chair all day long. Mm -hmm. All day long. One chair. No reset. And you're demanding demanding like uh, uh, access to resources you don't know if everybody got. How you know everybody got access to a television and cable television? And, cable um, television you know got um you know access to a computer or Wi-Fi or have you know Zoom have some even, way yeah, even with virtual learning yeah somebody. you're right you know you're have right. a book have pencils like you don't know people's situations is you know terrible out here honestly and it sucks especially with the layoffs and that you know is some exactly especially with the fucking layoffs and so now you're forcing these people to find a way to have to bring their kid into the petri dish that is America risking them and you to pick them up and they come back and you have no idea, you know, uh, what the fuck went on with your child or what they touched. You know, kids aren't necessarily aware of, oh shit, let me not touch my face because I can get a, a disease that might kill me or my family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just a recipe for fucking disaster. Honestly, yeah. a- a- anything nah, really that we're is. doing, any sort of normalcy of large gatherings, it should be strictly fucking forbidden because that mm-hmm. is that is the one thing that we absolutely cannot do. Like, Mm. you know, and they're trying to, you know, I understand, like, all right, you know, let's say, you know, no large gatherings. If you have one or two, you know, four people over something tight. And again, that, you know, being very minimized risk, you know, making sure people got tested and shit like that to know, like, you're taking the fucking precautions. Okay. But if you're not taking precautions and people just doing shit willy nilly, like, you're, that's not really helping. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy to see. Like how many people, again, not take this seriously, not realizing like you pushing for normalcy. I say this every week is what's holding us fucking back. Every week you go and do that dumb shit. There's another week we're going to be sitting in here. And mm-hmm. that's another week that your stupid ass is playing some dumb fucking games. So you can win some dumb ass motherfucking prizes. Fucking prizes, yeah. Nah, it's crazy, man. I don't know. When, when will they ever learn? But uh, I mean, I guess that's it on the COVID nineteen uh topic. We could uh transition it over to I guess something a little bit more lighthearted. You know, the streets have been asking for us to speak about the forbidden fruit, the the, the WAP video. You feel me? The WAP, <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden fruit. <laughs> you feel me? You know, hey, listen, mean, y'all. They was shaking uh, ass. That was just lots of ass in that video. Look, they was throwing ass. They was being women that embrace their sexuality and want to display that for the world. What is the problem, gentlemen? What is the problem, fellas? It was why this one? Hell. Why y'all why? got the kente hat on for this one? Like why? Like why y'all got to talk about why people aren't listening to Rhapsody instead of <laughs> or, or Tierra Whack instead of fucking um uh, uh you know what I mean? Like why are they listening to this? Rhapsody of those, uh, herself like, would tell on. you, please stop saying that. Exactly. She acknowledges like, a place no for women who who mm. wants to rap like this. Okay, cool. More power to them. They do that shit. That's just not my style. You mm. know, nobody says fucking yo. Y'all listening to Migos? Y'all should be listening to fucking you know uh uh Jeru the Damager or some shit like some extremely mm. old type shit. Fucking so, extremely thing like yo MF Doom. Why don't you listen to somebody that's gonna free your mind, brother? Like. What are you talking about? Like, imagine if somebody like, was telling you that. why are we doing this, this shit? You know, like, there's imagine so if many somebody people. told you, like, imagine if somebody said, Stop "Why do you listen to Future?" future. Exactly. Or Thugger. Yo, exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, you would, li- like, most people would absolutely be like, "Yo, fuck out of here!" Like, or absolutely not. 
that's the music that you want to turn up to. People, that's everybody's argument. That was the argument against the back rap, um, backpack rapper for years. Like, yeah. nobody wanted to listen. Y'all say, oh, nobody wants to listen to J. Cole in the car. Like, hey, with all due respect. Like, I mean, obviously, it's for more than just the fact that he's just... <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's so funny Delicious. because I do like me some Cole, but I do understand. Like, sometimes his music will come on and I'm just like, oh, I gotta skip this shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that, that, yeah. I'm like, yeah, nah, I gotta skip this shit because I'm about skip, to be skip, sleeping. Skip. Oh, yeah, you gotta, just, you gotta skip, skip, skip. Um, Yeah, like... The, you can't do that. Like, just it's not even. It doesn't make sense. It's unwarranted in those moments, and it just comes off as like, I. It, it does kind of. You know, it was weird at first. I, I saw a lot of people kind of like tweeting that, but it's like, oh, you know, like it's like almost as if men are like jealous that they can't like shake their ass on a video and, and get paid, and they don't got the OnlyFans, and they don't got the ability to. You know what I'm saying? They don't got all these things that women seem to be embracing and taking advantage of. Like every, they're all saying, "Oh, it's slutty. It's this. It's you're not being a woman, and I don't want my girl out here." Or, or you're thinking about your daughter. Like I don't want my daughter looking up to these women. Like it's just kind of like you, you really come off as like just insane. Like you come off as insane. You come off as you know just. I, I mean, this misogynistic. I mean, you just like on some bullshit. Like you really just on some bullshit. You don't want to let women have something. And with all due respect. If your your daughter is looking up to that and seeing girls be free to express themselves, they should see a woman that's free to express herself how she wants to. Um, she's comfortable in her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Well, tons of women respect her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. how y'all should be looking at it. Not that oh my girl's gonna now my daughter's gonna want to wear booty shorts and be showing her breasts. Like that's not how that should be perceived. And if that's how it's perceived, you sh- you should just do the explanations. Like you could explain that to her, and that should be something that they should be comfortable seeing. Like people need to just be more comfortable with the idea of of just women being themselves, embracing their sexuality, showing their body if they want to. Like I, it, like to me, that shit kills me. Like I, I don't understand why guys feel so like necessary to police that. Talking about my daughter, like what is me and my daughter, bro? What about your son, dog? Like what about your son? You know, like I don't ever see that shit. I don't ever see that shit. And you know, if I how come off as that? a no, no, yeah, you know what they that? say for son. I hope my, I need my son to be gay and none of that shit. Yeah, right? or oh, yeah. they, they they little boozy and right, or is it or is it boozy talking about all oh, getting the strippers for his sons and shit? Like that's crazy. Like I'm I'm just like man, you like guys need to like wake up in 2020. I mean, you know, I I hate to be that guy. I mean, no, I don't really hate to be that guy. To me, at least, if you gotta be, if you're gonna be around me. If you fucking with this podcast, if you listen to this shit, like you, you should understand the idea of like, like not everything needs to be like about a, a fight with when you see women doing anything. It just doesn't need to be a fight. Like and everything needs to be you vocalizing something about oh, what about this? Well, women need to change this because this is how it makes me feel. Or they need to stop rapping like this because this is making me feel like this. Or yeah, I'm scared that this is what it's gonna do to like. Nah, y'all, y'all can't police that. All y'all can do is explain it. Get the explanation from them and uh, internalize the explanation. And then you do your best to explain that to your daughter. That's what you got to do. Like, that's what that, that's, is that simple. It's, it's really that simple. Like, look, my girlfriend loves that song. She's been screaming, um, you know, whap all week, going whap, 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 whap. But she, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not sitting here, like, policing her or, or she's not sitting here whapping all to, for the internet, internet or something or, like, I got to police her body or, 
you know, if she wants to walk outside or something that she I, like might be revealing, like I'm not policing her body, like though. Like I don't know why guys need to have that mentality. And she's you know she's why all that shit is really like comes down to like a reflection of them. Mm. It's not so yeah. much the woman; it's or the reflection on them. I would yeah. you know I dislike women who are this. You know, I hope, you know, nah, my girl can't be X, Y, and Z because, you know, oh my, you know, you, because I guarantee you, they'd be like, nah, you know, I, I fuck shorty, but X, Y, and Z, but they'd be like, I wouldn't make up my girl, you know, I can't be, you know, my fuck around with some, you know, uh, some woman that be out here or whatever, but, and then mm-hmm. we'll say like, I can't have that or I hope my, my daughter doesn't turn out to be that because that shit is a reflection on them. Like, oh, I'm associating with this type. Like, that's the only reason people be like, oh, you know, it took me till I had a daughter to see that, you know, how I treated women was wrong. And it's like, not really. You just don't want that happen to your daughter because that's a reflection on you. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how you do women. And so that's where your perception of like, nah, you know, men be fucked up out here. Yeah. You know, don't trust no man because shit, no woman should trust you. <laughs> like, yeah, you be out here still walling. You know, having no respect and will still say that shit and then, you know, tell your daughter X, Y, and Z because of how you were. But that doesn't justify <laughs> anything that you're doing. Exactly. Like, you're taking yeah. advantage of somebody else's daughter, technically. And you want to say, <laughs> exactly. like, I don't know. Yeah, those, and those same guys, you're right. Like, and I, it is a selfishness to it. The selfishness of not wanting to be embarrassed. They a reflection of themselves, but specifically of just, like, you know, possession. Like, you know, you don't want to be embarrassed at the fact that your daughter, like, might want to look up to somebody like Cardi B. And what if she wants to be a rapper, Megan The Stallion type, like, you know, a bodacious what she rapper, want to be a stripper? stripper. What yeah, she like, be, what, you know? what if she want to be a stripper? You like, are you going to be embarrassed because of the fact that your daughter want to be a stripper? Like, you like, t- I'm not sitting here, and, and I mean, I know a lot of people are going to be listening to this, and like, even shit, maybe even some of my family, they might listen to this and be like, "Oh, Tenny, what are you saying?" Like, if you know, you have a kid or something like that one day and that kid turns out to be a stripper or, you know, what shit, whether male or female, you know what I'm saying? They, either one, they might want to do something that you just not, like, it's not something that you think, you see yourself doing. Like, would that bother you? Like, like no, it's not going to bother me because at the end of the day, it's not me. It's not me. I don't live for them. They're going to make their own decisions in life and they're going to do what they want to do. And if they're not harming anybody, in doing so, then nobody should care. Nobody should care. And that's just how I feel about it at the end of the day. And if it's making them happy and they're going to live their life as happy as they want to be because they're doing that, then that's exactly what I care for. That's exactly what I want them to do. And, uh, you know, I just feel like that's what people need to be on, at least when it comes to how they view, like men, they need to move like that when they view women, bro. Like, like you don't understand how peaceful the world would be is if guys just kind of just sat back and listened and just understood that understanding and listening and just like supporting women makes like shit a lot easier because you just learn to understand that, oh, okay, like this shit is is perceived this way. They're teaching you, they're teaching you, they're giving you knowledge for you to understand it. So your perception of the situation changes and that, you know, you you just learn to understand the situation a lot better and understand it from their point of view. And then you're able to just make better, knowledgeable decisions and understand decisions. And you're gonna shit. You're gonna be a better father. You're gonna be a better husband. You're gonna be a better. You know what I mean? There's so many po- positives to it. And you know, I, I don't know. I guess like that's kind of like all I wanted to say, at least on that part of the the whole WAP video. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
you know, I obviously I know like shit, the politicians, they were saying things about it. Like there were so many people tweeting out about it, like about the outrage about like the lyrics and like that, like kids are going to be looking up to it. It's so crazy. Like how it's even being politicized shit is on Twitter. Now, anything that goes viral is politicized, but specifically this video, like how they try to weaponize it politically the, the right. I mean, and, I don't and that always think. happens. Women express themselves sexually and men are just like, no, you, you accidentally got to this video. <laughs> yeah, my man was so embarrassed. He was like, I accidentally clicked on this and then watched it. Not yeah. that he was like, oh, I accidentally clicked on it and then, you know, got off it. I only saw like... How do you accidentally fall how do you on accidentally... the video by Cardi B and Megan the Stallion? Not like, only that, had, I can understand, let's say you're scrolling, oh shit, you accidentally click it. But you accidentally clicked it, right? Then had to write and uh, 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 whatever about it. You have to say feelings about it, which to me indicates that you watched the whole shit. Yeah, at least watched opinion. one minute. At least you one watched minute, two, two all the minute. ass and titties being shaken and then got online and was mad about the shit. <laughs> he was like, I didn't see enough ass and titties. That's why he was mad. That's why you That's were why mad. He was like, That's why you like, were mad. Keep it up being. Like, people look crazy, man. And honestly, like, it, it's... Man, yo, just support women, man. Women need support more than ever. And it's it's because of even dumb shit. It's specifically because of dumb things like this. And, like, you know, how it can even evolve from here. So, like, just support women straight up. That's kind of just all I have to say on that. But, I mean, moving on to my second, uh, com- com- not, I don't want to say conversation, but just, like, question about this. But I don't know about you, like, I've been seeing a lot of like crazy things online. I want to make sure I have this worded right in front of me. I think I got it right here in front of me. Yeah, but you know, there's been a lot of um people like out like mad. There's a lot of outrage out obviously Kylie's cameo in that video. I hate oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to give too much energy to the car that's just because I hate, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to sit here and do that and be one of those people. But like how do you feel about it? You think is is it wrong that people are giving her cameo this much energy? Because I've been seeing a lot of this argument that People saying, oh, you know, there's better things going on in the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, bigger things going on, you know, people should be focused on Black Lives Matter. You know, obviously, like, we made it a thing and a point to focus on that right now. Why are people so focused on doing a petition that got more petition votes than some Black Lives Matter change? That's that's actually false, though. Like, that's what's getting me tight. Like, that's false. Yeah. There's a lot of energy. But that's a lot of energy being poured into Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter stuff. And people are just, you know, and that's another form of again like tone policing and policing of you know uh, of that you know that's like detraction right there you know that's mm-hmm. that's policing of stuff because you're you're diverting and you know trying to change the point you're moving mm-hmm. the goalposts again for mm-hmm. that oh y'all not doing enough of this same people that be like oh young people not going out to vote yep young people are or also you know, when you look at the numbers, the, the 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 shit showed it. You know, it's it's always this condemnation of some kind of group. You know, looking mm-hmm. down. That's always when you know people say, "Oh, oh, black people don't go out and vote." Mm-hmm. Oh, see, black people don't go out and vote. X, Y, and Z. This said, no black people go out to vote. Showing, uh, when black people vote and black people do vote, black people are voting for the right fucking candidates. And y'all sitting there saying black people don't vote. Like people constantly mm. use these narratives that are clearly wrong to peddle some sort of fucking, you know, anti-black conspiracy or some fucking, I don't know, some anti-black rhetoric, not conspiracy, but just fucking rhetoric. 
So yeah. people saying that shit just pisses me off. Like, all right, people are diverting what I believe to be of a lot of, of attention to it, but that's not subverting the attention over there. Like, people just lose nuance. They say, mad people are doing this. I guess they're not doing this. Motherfucker, you know how two, how many seconds it takes to fill in a petition? You really think people filled a petition, didn't fill a petition for that and didn't take mm-hmm. five seconds out of their day to fill out another petition? Like, do you mm-hmm. really think that shit takes like four hours to fill the shit out? No, you type your fucking name in. Mm-hmm. So you're using these fucking things when logically it don't make sense. You know, you're using mm-hmm. all these fucking detractions to try to make your dumbass point, but it doesn't hold up in all honesty. So mm-hmm. like I, while, well, all right. So for me, I personally really don't give a shit if she's in the shit or mm-hmm. not. They clearly fuck with her. So that's why they threw her in there. I mean, the people who are saying, I wouldn't go so far to be like, remove her from the video, but I understand people's criticisms of her in general. But mm-hmm. I personally would not go and be like, yo, remove her from the video. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah, would not no, go I to agree. that extent. But if people I, are going to do that, like I'm just not going to be mad or like be that judgmental because Hey, listen, so like people are ticked off at a lot of shit she does. So they're like, listen, like, I just don't want to see her around anymore. Yeah. No, I entirely agree. I think you, you, you hit like on every um, nail pretty much that I had like fucking put to the board. Like, it's pretty much like, you know, you look at that situation at the end of the day, they wanted her there. Like, what are you going to do? Like you, you sitting here like signing up the position. Like, what is that really for? I personally don't think. It's that big of a deal. If people want to do the petition, they have a right. They have a right to be outraged. They have a right to critique. You know, yeah. when you are sitting there trying to tone police them, kind of like you said, I love that that uh, terminology that um, for the for what they're actually doing. But when you want to sit there and police that shit, like with all due respect, you sound like them. Like they're the same yeah. ones that be like, "Yo, y'all talking about Black Lives Matter, but what about Black on Black crime? Like, what are, what are you even talking about right now? Like, don't sit here and come with something that." that makes no sense in this conversation. Like you're sitting me in time to tell me that I need to be worried about black lives matter instead of policing the type of uh, uh, content that's consumed by my people. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, look like Kylie's in here. People who's going to be looking at Kylie, somehow she benefits from this. And you know, there is noted instances of, Hey, this chick is some form of a culture vulture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I look, I don't know whether or not I, I agree or disagree, you know, obviously, but the information is out there. I could show I mean, yeah, I could look it up. There's tons of evidence that show that the Kardashian family are truly culture vultures in the craziest forms. So you can understand why people are outraged, why black women specifically can be very outraged that, yo, look, this is white woman in this video. And like, this is their negative reason why these are the negative reasons as to why we should, you should remove her and you shouldn't be supporting people like her Cardi and Megan. And then they can take that information to do what they want to do it. But, you know, um, to tell people straight up that, you know, there's better things to be doing or like that they shouldn't have the energy in there. They shouldn't be outraged at it. Like, yeah, you do sound clownish and you know, like, yeah, you should cut that out. Like that stuff is whack. Police and people's uh, outrage. Like, you know, people should have a right, right to be outraged or whatever they want to be outraged at. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know? And I think at the end of the day too, though, like people do need to do a better job with how they handle them because specifically with that family, like, I'm thinking to the WAP video. The WAP video was the whole thing. Like, you you know, obviously, they should have gotten the credit. They should have been viral all day. People should have been talking about hashtag WAP this, hashtag Black Excellence this, hashtag Megan Thee Stallion, hashtag Cardi B. You know, Normandy, all the girls that was in there, all the people that, similar to Black as King. Like, the way they did that, and then they have positive 
hashtags for the black people in the video, the people of color that were in the video. You know, when y'all turn it into a thing of let's do this to Kylie, Kylie, Kardashian, Kylie, Kardashian, Cardi, Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. I got to mention her in every tweet. She was the number one thing tweeting, trending for like two days. Like her yeah. family was trending for like two to three days. So y'all don't understand that y'all always give her power. And I mean, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, you know, if y'all was like, y'all had trending for the wrong reasons, then, you know, y'all had a trending because y'all had the petition going. But at the end of the day, yo, there's no PR that's bad PR, man. I'm telling you, not when you for, have Kylie, especially not, not for, for them. The way they yeah. start, they can what, spin anything. That you know, having a sex tape out is would be considered, you know, career ending or you know, depending. But that shit, that not shit only, made their family, made that family because of that. So that mm-hmm. family clearly doesn't matter what type of PR it is. It's it, it's all good for them. So like, yeah. firstly, you know, she's one of those you got to like deplatform them. You just gotta mm-hmm. ignore them and just be like, "Yo, stop promoting her." None of that shit. Exactly. Her, it's that simple. Is, that entire family's ball is is rolling and has been rolling for a long fucking time. That shit is a well. The Kardashians. That shit is not a family. Yeah, it is a system. A the Kardashian system. system is fucking in. It's phenomenal in terms of how well structured it is to just news cycle shit and you know being able to generate money from any situation. That shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like no, the most no, cut. No, no. That's the most cutthroat family in the world. They don't give a fuck. They will ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they really don't give a fuck. You're not even lying. They really like. And, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, to, half of it is impressive to me. Half of it is just like, damn. Like, who the fuck are you fucking over to get this shit done all the time? Like, you know, I it's it's really remarkable, astonishing uh, situation. At least with that family, to me, just don't tweak their name. It's the same thing they did for for uh, Yes Jules. Like I mean, I, like that's a random name that I know, but like Yes Jules, she was always picking up pissing on black women. Every single day, I used to see black Twitter going at Yes Jules. They stopped saying her name. Like I feel like I'm like one of the first people to say her name in months, bro. I don't see her on my timeline at all. She vanished off the map. Because she, Shorty she was, was saying those... some crazy shit, and it's like, oh, ma'am, you are a white woman in a predominantly black. And pure, uh, person of color space and the shit space, that you're saying, yeah. you're like, what? Who the fuck make do? Why do you think they you're in just, charge? What are yeah, you, what are you they doing? could just cancel you. They could just cancel you. Last I checked, she had an OnlyFans now, and I'm not saying that to like kind of shit on anybody to the OnlyFans because with all due respect, any woman that's eating on OnlyFans right now, I seen this girl actually post. She, yo, she made her OnlyFans this year, bro. The she cash. started it this year. Cash. To date, dude, net. Cat, like her net, she did gross and then she had net gross. She almost made 400k. Listen, I love when women, when women weaponize niggas' horniness. Like, look at the mm-hmm. power that comes from it. When you when they reverse that shit, they're like, psych, give me that money. I seen that shit. Off and the I was cup like, up, Jesus easy, Christ. easy. Yo, yo, look, I might have to start flexing in some pictures, yo. Oli, oh, twin Oli fans, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, the Oli, listen, yo. I'll get the only fans popping. I don't give a fuck, son. Give me the yeah. bread. Give me the she bread. Made Keep it 400 fans. <laughs> I was shocked. I, I, yo, look, with all due respect, like anybody who has that idea, I mean, look, it, it's, it's proven. Like, every, any, and I mean, only fans can be used for anything, though. It doesn't have to be for. Obviously, what yeah. you see about it, what people use it for. You can make it but, OnlyFans, the Cardi B shit. 
Perfect example. Cardi's She's thinking doing only actually, fans yeah, good example. to fucking Great example. basically be like, yo, when some shit is said about me, I'm going to tell y'all how to exactly what's tell it. up. Or even like secret music, you could probably like leak it on there if you could yeah, like you make music shit off on of it. It's only fans. If you are a fan of this individual, you're, you have a, a, a very, a private thing of them. You know, you subscribe mm-hmm. to them, you do whatever, you're given access to the shit that they produce. That could be That's anything. That's a great model. That's a great model, honestly. They did a good job when... It's, you know, it has idea. the connotation of sex work, but it doesn't have to be. Like, it's not a sex I could make an only yeah. fan put drumming videos up or some shit or put gaming or teach people shit and be like, if you're a fan of this, I'm going to talk about this. We could, you could put a podcast up on the shit on OnlyFans. You could put any... It's Patreon. It's fucking Patreon. Yeah. It's Patreon. It is Patreon. <laughs> The, the gentrified version. <laughs> I didn't mean that stylistically, but there's yeah. but there, are, there are women who have explicit Patreons, so it's yeah. the same shit, you know. Like I don't know, yo. Nah, it's true. You spend facts. You spend facts. Get the bag, yo. I'm not gonna stop nobody from getting the bag. As yeah, like you yeah. said, they, they it's safe. Nobody's hurt in the process. Everybody know what the fuck they signed up for. Consent is given. Boom, boom, boom. Good money. Let's get to the yeah. bag. Nah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, you know, we, we I guess we, I'll leave that conversation. I'll leave that notion at that. I'll leave that topic at that because, you know, I mean, that shit, that could be a never ever conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I really could be. Yeah. Shit. Okay. But, um, so I wanted to talk briefly about this. Um, so Disney Plus are is now going to be releasing like uh videos or movies that are more recently have come out i think in like a month i think mm-hmm. it's like they they're going to be out and then they go straight to um like video on demand you can watch it on disney plus but you can watch mm-hmm. it on disney plus only after a one-time fee of 30 dollars mm-hmm. oh excuse me and so there's a lot of discourse on you know the bird, as the the youths like to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people say that <laughs> on yeah. Twitter about um, uh, about like how you know did people think that was expensive? People thought you know that shit was crazy. Other people were like, no, it's reasonable. And so, like, I just look at it as like, you know, I figured that was coming, but it's just you know, like, I I understand like both points about okay, here's you're already having me subscribe to this monthly, and then you want another charge on top of that. I understand yeah. for, you know, like for money making interests, like $30 really isn't bad because it's from the perspective of a family. Mm-hmm. If you had a family of one, two kids and you take them, movie ticket alone is 15 So that's either $30 to get in. And then if you want that any other true. joints, if you want some candy or X, Y, and Z, that shit is going up from there. You have three kids, you're looking at $45. I mean, or if you have... You know, three kids plus you, you're looking at sixty dollars to get in the shit and any more. So thirty dollars is marketed towards families, really. Like unless mm. you live in a more rural area, like I'm just speaking from New York. So that's, everything's fucking expensive here. So I don't know yeah. if you know you live in, you know, like Houston. That shit might be cheaper in Houston. I don't know. That shit mm. might be cheaper on the West Coast. Who knows? So, you know, that I'm just saying for that. But like I would still think like it's marketed towards families where you know, you have a certain number of kids or you have kids, it's cheaper than taking your kids. You know, it's not mm. marketed towards the, us one individuals <laughs> yeah, on one, Disney yeah. Plus. You know, it's not marketed towards that. Like me, I'll pay because more often than not, most of these, I'm going to pay for the movies that I want to see, first of all. But the mm. movies that I would go want to see, I'm the type of movie goer that like, yo, I'm going IMAX. 
I'm gonna get my snacks. I'm that's an experience for me. Yeah, so I don't to mind me, paying that because that's exactly yeah. that's why I go for the experience. I'm only seeing the big movies or like the the really like uh, uh unique movies that I'm like you know what I'd prefer to see this like in theaters for like the old old kind of film effect you know like yeah. that you know that first time you got to watch it in theater. But other than that, yeah, like I don't give a fuck. Got... So, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, that model, it sounds like it could work. Out. It's so funny. Until you mentioned the idea of the family going, I did kind of was like, damn, that is expensive at 30. Like, I don't know if I would want to pay 30 versus catching Matt and a with wifey paying under 30 and getting in. And, you know, I mean, we but like you said, we end up hitting the snacks. And shit. I mean, you know, you end up spending over like or if not 30, you're right, right there. So it's kind of like, you know, when you consider gas, transportation, things like, you know, what I mean, add it all up. Like, how cheap is it really for you to get everybody in the car and get over there to the theater versus you sitting in the comfort of your home, paying 30 per movie, and then you have it, you know what I'm saying, in the comfort of your living room. So I think, um, you know, just overall, like, you know, a, a system like that can work. I mean, I think, you know, with COVID, like going back to the movie theaters, at least if they don't have the vaccine at first, I mean, that's going to be the mode, like, of... uh movie watching or releasings, you know, any type of entertainment where it's going to unfortunately require people to gather in crowds typically to view things like that. No, they're going to have to roll it out online. So that might be like the first of many, like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe what Disney is going to do Disney, but you know, everybody else is going to start like starting to get in on that wave too. Yeah. That that makes sense. It's just such a, you know, again, like it's better. All of this. Yeah. Like, you know, we're in another, Oh, well, one, the technology industry is one of like the most compounding, like it, it compounds quickly. You know, cycles used to take 10 years in between stuff. Now five years. Now it's two years. It's going to mm. be like every year there's going to be some other, you know, technological leap. So, you know, streaming services have been around. We're in the renaissance of streaming services now. This is the next step where the streaming service provides much more than just a pre-selected amount of things. It's going to be live TV. It's going to be... Now it's going to be movies directly to your shit. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to it's going to be way more accommodating in the future because that's where the money is. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. the whole thing is, you know, companies are trying to find money from everything. That's why Amazon buys every fucking company ever, because they want to never not make money. They don't ever want to <laughs> not make money from anything. The entire goal <laughs> is to make money. That's the whole fucking thing of capitalism. That's why people buy companies. Oh, we can make more money and we can buy them. Let's do mm-hmm. that. So, yeah seeing that is just another model of that but it's also just you know crazy where you know we were told the streaming services would save you money right you pay cable mm-hmm. add it let's say you pay 50 dollars for internet every time you get the fucking you know tv extension it'd be another 80 dollars or some shit 40 dollars mm-hmm. for standard all of a sudden your bills fucking like 120 or like 180 if you want some premium channels so they were like oh the streaming services are gonna save you money at this point, mm-hmm. no, the fuck they not. Not no you more. Know? Not no more. That, that, Netflix that stuff is like left 15, a long time ago. Yep. HBO Max is something. Hulu's something. If you more often than not, people have more than one of them. And then you know mm-hmm. you get some of these things where it's you know you get any of the stuff that is live. You're basically paying the same shit now. Or yeah, probably pretty more. much. Pretty it's, much. At least if you're paying for that stuff, especially with the ad skips or anything like that, the premium versions. They that's they got man they got us right back into it basically to cable, just with the illusion of on demand. I mean not yeah. the illusion, it's on demand. 
Yeah, you get it like you get to take it with you, which I guess makes it more portable. That service yeah. in itself, it's more be in service to the customer, but it's so weird, you know? Yeah, because it's, it's definitely it's, not. It's not like yeah, I don't know. It's not. I mean, I don't know. What do they even market it as? Before it used to be cheaper. I don't know if they necessarily sell it as it's cheaper than cable anymore. No, I think they don't. Well, that I'm saying like one streaming service is, but I'm saying I believe the average person that has usually has more than one. Oh yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna wanna watch you know. Yeah, they're gonna wanna watch something like at least on the other ones as well, you know. I mean, you know, there's also a a great deal of pirating, you know. Not not that I do that. Yeah, not that (laughs) we support uh you know the theft theft of of, uh uh, copyrighted material. Yeah. You know, uh, I wouldn't steal, I wouldn't hack a car or some shit. What was that yeah. old ass commercial? It was like, you wouldn't steal a car or you wouldn't steal something else. It was like, don't steal movies on the internet. It was like some <laughs> shit from like 2003. Yeah, I think I, that. I remember that. I used so, to hate those like type of commercials. <laughs> oh, I fucking hated that shit. But yeah, so it mm. just evens out. And it's just crazy to think that, you know, like, okay, we're back to this point again, you know? Where, like, yeah. it didn't, you know, technological happen change, but they found a way to, like, basically have it be the same thing. So that's mm-hmm. just going to be the next step. I'm fine with me. If I don't have to go to the theater and I can watch that shit from the comfort of my home, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's convenient for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I already thought, like, the movie industry was dying in a way where, like, just, you know, not too many people were going to the theaters for the most part. People would just wait. Yeah. And, you know, of course, I, that was due to pirating for the most part. But I think it opened up and showed movie theater industries should find a way to either enhance the movie theater experience or for to have that video on demand deal for newer mm-hmm. movies. Because like yeah. the places that don't go out of business are like the dining theaters, like Alamo Draft House, because you get food there, you get drinks, you you make it a fucking thing. You know, nobody's you just gonna spend that money for not more than oh, I'm just going to see a movie, I have to pay just this. You know, if you mm-hmm. add that other experience, you know, it makes it a better experience, a no, much better true. experience. So those places yeah. don't go out of business, but your average theater is just, is just not. Yeah, it's so, not going to be able to survive, especially this. <laughs> this, yeah, this shit is not going to survive this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, uh, I guess, you know, I do want to make sure we don't even forget to drop the ball on this one, man. But, you know, uh, big prayers out to Beirut, man. Oh, my God. Yes. I know you seen That's that last week. I seen that last week. But uh you very, know I mean? very harrowing stuff. It shit is it's it's fucking phenomenal, man. What the government what the fuck of a government could do, like when you really look at it like just the devastation. I mean, like that shit looked like a nuclear bomb went off. And I mean you had so yeah. much misinformation obviously with that on the internet. But like when you see the the I, I don't know, obviously I you know the chemical. I think there's ammonium, ammonium nitrate. Yeah, yeah. T- mad tons of that shit. Yeah, like the way like that it, vapor like bursted, like in, in the yeah. way that shit looked like on camera was incredible. It looked they like use that in new- like fertilizer to make the fertilizer better, but it's also a very explosive material. Like a lot of like you know, I don't know if I should really be saying this, but a mm. lot of like, how do I word this? Um, um, Those makeshift like, creation. Makeshift bond makers. Yeah, they use yeah. a lot of that stuff use a lot of that stuff so it has you know when you hear a lot of that shit it's like oh hell no so but having that there is just fucking crazy why you had seven thousand pounds of that shit laying about next to a mm-hmm. fireworks factory first of all is fucking crazy i mean yeah. so like, what's needless, the coincidence of all of that needless death and destruction 
for that, for incompetence. And yeah, like it looks like a nuke, but that's because like explosions of a certain caliber, like the way that I guess the heat dissipates, like causes that like wave to come out. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like some like heat propagation. I like looked it up briefly and I, I kind of forgot about it, but it's something along mm-hmm. the lines like that. But that shit mm-hmm. is was so crazy that you um, windows are being shattered like eight miles away yeah, from yeah. the fucking explosion. Eight miles? That's yeah. fucking far. Yeah, like, nah, like some of the fo- the footage I was looking at, I mean, the thing was taking away sunlight. Like it was looking like nighttime in certain areas. Like that's how big the plume like the plume got, got up in the sky. That should look yeah, like I the was... end of the world. Like the video did, of yeah. people in the, the bomb area just walking around. Everything's desolate. Buildings are destroyed. You're like, what the fuck? What just happened yeah, here? Like... So seeing that like in real time, and it was unfortunate that a lot of, you know, a, a lot of us, are you know that you're desensitized to those things you know like it's some unfortunately it's been shown so much unfortunately it's happening in the world but it's like Mm -hmm. very unfiltered where you see that and you just become normalized by it and you know like i don't know about you but like for me like seeing shit like that still kind of fucking fucks me up from like 9 11 seeing Mm -hmm. all that shit happen and so from there just those scale of attacks on soil and then not only that like you know learning and uh being older and understanding like you know previous tragedies that have happened of that caliber you look at that shit and like no no civilization should ever have to endure some shit like that you know like that's just crazy so to see that shit happen you're like what the fuck you know no and all those just videos of it happening and just seeing like holy shit then seeing the aftermath how far it was and the last piece on the cake was to see those diagrams of how widespread the destruction was on maps of cities and seeing mm-hmm. the shit in New York, like that blast, that initial like epicenter would be all of like lower Manhattan. Yeah. Like, oh, no. I, I said the was, same thing. I said literally lower Manhattan would have gotten sunken off of Manhattan. Like there would be a new shoreline to Manhattan. Like, I, that you don't it was, yo you didn't see the 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 place where the factory was it oh, became a crater the sea the sea it became could be. i think you could be right be i'm only just thinking because there's a decent amount of manhattan that is on solid bedrock oh okay that's like, the yeah. only thing yeah, that I mean that shit was crazy. But I was, I mean, I was looking at the be, ocean. Yeah, like nah, you know it would mean? it would a lot a lot of that shit would be fucked up. It would probably shit. I don't know what that would do to like the Brooklyn Bridge or some shit. Something like yeah, that. I mean, we talking about an explosion, like you know, because nine eleven like was crazy because it was buildings collapsing. But we're talking about an explode, like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. a boom, like that. In Manhattan, I can't even imagine that, like that, because that's what I thought about too. Just like you said, like this. The idea of, yo, imagine if that was like Lower Manhattan. I feel like I would that shockwave would blow my my crib. I'm mad close to the ferry. I don't feel that close. Yeah, if you were eight miles, well, the ferry to Manhattan is five miles, so I think you're Mm -hmm. you're kind of a little bit farther. You you, could your windows could be blown out. You definitely. I'm like I'm within. I think I'm within ten miles from the ferry for sure. From here to the ferry, so. I'm no more than 20 miles to the city. I think whenever I put in to go to the city for my house, it reads 15 miles. So, you know, it, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty scary to think like, okay, if Lower Manhattan got blown up, like I'd probably get stuck in my house and shit would be destroyed on Staten Island, like by me. So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. that's uh, you know, prayers to uh, Beirut, man. Hopefully, it gets to the bottom of that the government stepped down because I mean it the was just crazy. The entire government. 
resign. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I have so many questions. It's their about negligence, that, but... but it's just crazy yeah. that that's how deep it ran. Like, you, did everybody just be like, "Oh shit, we really ignore that"? Mm-hmm. But like, and the fact that like you have those motherfuckers just got to be feeling intense amount of oh shit, either complete embarrassment if you have no morality, and if you do have morality, oh my god, all that destruction I just caused because it was next to port silos that carried grain. And uh, Beirut's going through a food shortage at the moment. So mm-hmm. it was hard enough to get food. And now you just blew up a bunch of port silos that had grain in it. Now you just gave the area a much worse food shortage. Mm-hmm. Because those there's no grain anymore. You blew those containers. You blew the port. So how many fucking shipping has to be rerouted and everything? Like It affected so much that the city already can't handle. On top of the destruction... They overwhelm the healthcare system because, you know, so many people are injured and in the hospital, like places were just filled up and it was just all due to that incompetence. So you just have to be feeling like, yo, that's it. Like, no, people are going to fucking come for your heads. Like, that's it. You got to overthrow us. We got to get out of here. We're going to riot. Yeah, that's it. The response. They probably probably should flee the city, too, to be honest. Get the fuck out. For real. Like, for real. So listen, that shit is. Knowing that, that's some like, serious business. Oh yeah. wait, this was preventable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, it's unfortunate. Man. It's definitely unfortunate. But I think, uh, I mean, that's it on my docket, brother. I hit you with all my topics, man. Yeah, uh, I would just like, yeah, would like to reiterate, uh, you know, prayers to folks up. Not even prayers. I'm not really that. I, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> our thoughts and prayers are with you just you know mm-hmm. i would say instead um you know material that uh leads to tangible help for them please spread mm-hmm. that around so more of us can try and help um i would love to try and help if i know of spots I, um i'll try to you know put them in here and stuff like that and you know for any movement that if i find information on you know i can try to pass it along because you know that's you know we got to be about shit and you know there's important things that have to be discussed and important things we all got to work towards, you know, a better society. So I'm always mm-hmm. here for that shit. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm good. Yeah. That's it. So That's thank good. everybody for tuning in. Episode 22 in the books. Um, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us again. Video always coming every Thursday now. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we got that back going. Shout out to everybody out there who's making it work right now so yeah again thank y'all and we'll see y'all in the next one